Chapter 14 of Handy Mandy and Oz by Ruth Plummy Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 14 The Robbery is Discovered. Prunes and peppermints, ejaculated the scarecrow, springing up from his bench as Jellia Jam, with streaming eyes and cap ribbons, came flying across the garden. Peanuts and pretzels! Dorothy, about to hit the pole and win the game, dropped her mallet at Jellia's fire siren screeches, while Ozma and the others swung round in amazement as the little waiting maid, sobbing and panting, rushed into their midst. Oh, that beggar! Oh, that pilgrim! That old monk or whatever he was! wailed Jellia, wiping her eyes on the corner of her apron. He's gone and stolen the jug, I mean rug, and Oz knows what will become of us. There, there, my girl, stop crying. Begin at the beginning and tell us just what happened, begged the scarecrow, patting Jellia clumsily on the shoulder. But this is serious, very serious, muttered the wizard, who had at once realized the importance of the little maid's news. If Ruggedo is released from that jug and enchantment, He'll be up to his old tricks in no time, and doing anything in his power to hurt and destroy us. But who could have known we turned Ruggedo into a jug, or where the jug was kept? And why would anyone steal an old earthenware pitcher when there are so many other rare and beautiful objects in the palace? Ozma, looking anxious and troubled, seated herself on the bench beside the scarecrow. The same person who knew the value of Glinda's record book and stole that, answered the wizard gloomily. Dark forces are at work in Oz, my dear, dark forces. Just how did this rascal look, Jellia? Like an old monk with a beggar's cup, said the little maid with a sorrowful sniff. He seemed so poor and hungry, I went off to get him something to eat. And no sooner was my back turned than he grabbed the jug and ran off, though he shuffled slowly enough when he came into the palace. Disguised, of course, observed the scarecrow, raising one eyebrow, and no more a monk than I am. But what was he monkeying around here for? And what could he want with that jug, even if he knew it was the old gnome king? Really, you know, you shouldn't let perfect strangers into the palace, Jellia. "'Just what I was telling her,' wheezed Puff-Up, breathlessly adding himself to the group on the lawn. "'And I hope this will be a lesson to you, miss.' "'If we just knew where the old villain came from,' worried the wizard, tapping his fingers absently on Tick-Tock's copper arm. "'Or where he was going,' finished Dorothy, pushing back her crown. "'Why not look in the magic picture?' proposed the machine man calmly. The picture would show us where he is now. Of course it would, Ozma rewarded Tick-Tock with a bright smile, and jumping up, the little fairy hurried across the garden and into the palace, with the others just a few steps behind her. But when they reached the small sitting-room where the magic picture was hung, of course it was not there. And now, in real distress and consternation, they all sat down to discuss the mysterious forces working against them. "'I thought Ruggedo was the only enemy I had left,' 
sighed Ozma, leaning wearily back in her satin-tufted armchair. I thought when we turned the Gnome King to a jug, all our troubles would be over. Whoever stole the jug knows that Ruggedo was once the powerful metal monarch who tried again and again to conquer Oz, rasped Tick-Tock in his slow and precise fashion. Right, agreed the wizard, striding up and down with his hands clasped behind his back. And whoever stole that jug and the magic picture plans to disenchant the Gnome King and learn from him the best way to destroy us. But that will be pretty difficult, asserted the little wizard, thrusting out his chin. That transformation was one of the best you ever made, my dear Ozma, one of the best. It will take a pretty smart wizard to turn that jug back to rug again. Whoever stole the jug and Ozma's magic picture was pretty smart, Betsy Bobbin reminded him seriously. And without the picture, how are we going to find out who it is? Can't you do something, Wiz, dear? Or do we just have to sit around and wait to be conquered? I shall go to my laboratory at once, decided the wizard importantly and there by some magic means i'll try to discover who is at the bottom of all this wretched plotting and thievery lock up the magic treasures in your safe ozma especially the gnome king's magic belt and have them guarded day and night briskly the little wizard rushed out of the room returning in a moment to repeat gloomily day and night and i'll go and drill the army declared the scarecrow stepping recklessly out an open french window and falling flat but undaunted in a flower-bed below and i'd better call teague and the cowardly lion said dorothy who had always found the lion a splendid fighter in spite of his cowardice and the hungry tiger ready at the drop of a handkerchief to protect his royal patrons with tooth and claw they can sit right here beside the safe and I'd just like to see anyone get by them. Maybe it will be someone they cannot see, shivered Betsy, peering out into the darkening garden. Oh, my, isn't it too exciting? Trot, bouncing up and down on a small sofa, leaned over to touch Ozma on the knee. It reminds me of the time Ugu the shoemaker stole all the magic treasures in Oz, remember? Ozma, looking at the space where her magic picture had hung, nodded her head sorrowfully, saddened and sobered by the thought that she still had dangerous and unscrupulous enemies in Oz. End of chapter 14